0: Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. So happy to have you here. Right now, I'm sitting in my office. Chester is um, enjoying a nice little bath. I was actually just on Instagram Live and he incessantly meowed at the door until I let him in. But then he looked very cute on the bed with his little paws crossed. It was so adorable. Anyways, how's everybody doing? Updates for me. I think when I recorded my last podcast episode, I said I was in the third week of not having a job. I think it's actually my second week. I can't remember. Honestly, (laughs) it's funny because I got my last pay stub and they still need to pay me for vacation. But I just thought it was so funny because you literally work for years at an organization and it took me less than two paychecks to get the rest of my pay. And I don't know if anybody is going to understand what I mean by that, but it's just so funny when you devote so much time and so much energy and it's literally just all like you exchange your time essentially for money. Whereas when I think about my business and I think about the podcast episodes I'm creating and the content I'm creating, the intellectual property for my clients that I'm creating, working with them. I think of it as such a bigger impact for such a longer amount of time. Like when I used to clock in and out of my full time job, like I was doing the work, but I clocked in and clocked out, and that's what I got paid for. Whereas, like, yes, I'm not directly being paid each second of the day that I'm working on my business, but like, the impact is bigger. Like you could be listening to this podcast episode in like two years, but it's still positively impacting you. And I mean, now that I've left, if you are thinking about leaving your full time job, and it still kind of scares you because I definitely was at that place. Maybe like, not even six months ago, I was at that place being like, Oh my god, I can't imagine leaving my full time job. And now here we are. But just know that like your passion and your desire to do this online business to have a business for yourself to be an entrepreneur that is there for a reason and keep staying the course keep staying consistent and work towards that goal because I promise you the freedom you will feel is like next level and there's going to be emotions and there's going to be a lot of stuff happening for you but just know that like you always have your own back and if you understood what I meant by when I received my last pay stub being like, wow, it's, it's been less than a month and this is my last pay stub of being paid from this work that I've worked at for like six and a half years. It just really solidified for me, like I made the right move. Another thing was I looked at my pension and I could have retired at like 65 and I think the amount that I would be getting each year was like 40,000 I'm like, who can fucking survive off 40,000? I am not saying that that's not great. Like I know a lot of people have to survive off of that and even less, but it's just, I was so encouraged to like stay at my full-time job. I saw my Omi, which is German for grandma. I saw her this past weekend that I'm recording this and she was like, Oh, Julie, you gave up your benefits for this. And I was like, Oh me, I can get the same ones for like $100 a month. And she's like, Oh, I see that you have thought of everything. That's a terrible German accent. But I was like, yes, I have thought of everything because that type of thinking, it's a very broad and vague kind of thinking. You know what I mean? Like we throw words out there like pension, benefits, stability, consistency. We throw out these words, but we don't actually investigate because when I actually investigated benefits for myself and my partner, it was going to be like a $100 a month each. Whereas they were taking a 100 if not more dollars out of my pay every couple of weeks for the benefits that I had. So I could literally just pay the same amount and have 40 extra hours a week. (laughs) So it's just Interesting because we don't always investigate those things. It's kind of like when we grow up in an environment with parents or caregivers that have really strong opinions and they just have a belief or thought about something and you immediately adopt it and think that it's true you know we all think that our parents well at least for me I thought my parents knew everything so if they had an opinion about something I'd be like oh yeah that is absolute truth swear to fucking god but then you get older and you realize oh they're just humans that are having a human experience that have beliefs and thoughts of their own and like sometimes they aren't necessarily true for you you know what I mean and The same thing goes for just throwing out those terms. Like, even for me, I'd be like, it's it's the only way I'm gonna be able to get a mortgage. But if I really investigated, like, have people gotten houses without having a full-time job? Yes, of course. Like, entrepreneurship isn't a curse. And a lot of people have been able to do amazing things being entrepreneurs. And I just really had to, like, get into the nitty-gritty, which I've talked about that before with you guys in terms of, like, being really specific in order to dispel your imposter syndrome so sometimes if we feel really anxious or really impostery not good enough it's a very broad type of feeling and the way that we're thinking we kind of like blanket it we kind of blanket it with the fact that like I just don't feel good enough but if we actually were to investigate and that's what I do with my coaching, if we actually were to investigate and pull everything apart, we are able to see that you can actually dispel and disprove a lot of the things that you think or believe about yourself or about the world or about your business, about selling. And that's when you shift. That's when you shift the way that you're thinking, shift the way that you're being and that creates aligned results. To get into the point of this episode, it is about imposter syndrome. And today is all about how when you feel like a fucking imposter because you're struggling with something that your business is actually focused on. So let's take the imposter syndrome expert. Your girl has had imposter syndrome since the day she shot out of the womb. Again, that's really aggressive. I don't know why I say it that way. I definitely didn't shoot. They definitely had to use like those forceps to get me out. I'm so sorry. That was really graphic. Anyways, when I came out of the womb, I had imposter syndrome. I have this like embarrassment complex where I literally get so embarrassed about everything even if it's not something to be embarrassed about it's something I'm working on and it's obviously anxiety but essentially when I went into school or when I would get congratulated on doing a good job on something when I got into university when I got into my master's when I got corporate job when I would work my way up get other jobs in the company Um, When I started my business when I made my first 100k made 200k left my job. I'm always like, yo, that's not me. (laughs) Like, I was always like, that's not me. That's a different person. Like, I just got lucky. It just worked out for me. And these thoughts still come up for me. I'm just obviously really good at dispelling them and disproving them. And that's why I'm here talking to you. But I still get imposter syndrome thoughts and the point of this work is to not not feel like an imposter the point is like knowing what to do with it and knowing how to think instead and knowing what tools and resources you can use for yourself to shift out of those thoughts so you can actually get shit done so for a long time I would tell myself there's no way that I can talk about imposter syndrome when I was thinking about actually being in this niche and actually using this as a niche because in the beginning I didn't really see a lot of people who were doing imposter syndrome um, and that for me was difficult because I always had to look to others for permission so I would always like decide that what I thought or what I wanted to do was good enough when I saw somebody else doing it it was almost like then I wouldn't have to worry about the backlash because I knew that like well somebody else said it or somebody else was doing it and as we all know that is also imposter syndrome but that's a different episode and I would think to myself can I really talk about imposter syndrome when I myself suffer with imposter syndrome and I just want you to know because I work with a lot of mindset coaches like honestly, like probably 80 to 90% of my clientele are mindset coaches. And whenever we experience something like emotion or limiting beliefs or things that may stop us or get in our way, it's so important to know that like you can actually use that in your practice, like your human experience is so helpful, because you're able to identify those thoughts and emotions that are happening for you. And that doesn't mean that you have to struggle with something that you can help people with. But it's not a problem. And I think we see it as a problem. And I think we see it as who am I to do this. But that's just imposter syndrome telling you that you can't because who really is telling you that you can't talk about something that you're struggling with. So like, I often talk about how I struggle with imposter syndrome, but I can also be an expert. Like I have psychology in my background. I have education and certification. I can speak on it from an analytical cognitive perspective, but I can also speak to the human experience about how it feels. And to me, I see that as leverage. I don't see it as a problem. The only time it would be a problem is if I actually let it stop me from sharing what I want to say. Of course, there are times where like, I should just go inwards and heal myself and do some work on myself instead of just like putting everything on social media. But if I really can glean a lesson or something that is going to be helpful for somebody else, I say it because in the online space, transparency is really important. And authenticity is really valued. So when you are authentic and honest about where you've been or what you're currently struggling with or whatever it gives people a way to connect with you and it gives them a way to see that like even the most richest people the most successful people like it doesn't matter we all experience thoughts and emotions that tell us that we're not good enough we always have doubts and fears and like every person on this earth i mean other than aliens we are all humans having a human fucking experience So it's only a problem if you make it a problem. So if you are consistently struggling with something in your business that you actually speak on a lot, but you're actively doing the work to work through it. Like I work with a coach who's also a mindset coach and some of the stuff that she struggles with and that she brings to our sessions is the very thing that she helps her clients with and This doesn't make her any less of a good coach. She's a fucking amazing coach. She gets amazing results. She is one of the most like authentic people that I know and she's so good with her words and being able to like explain how she's feeling and also make it radically transformative for her clients and her potential clients. She's doing the work. She's working with a coach. She is working through her shit because she knows that no matter what, like she is good enough, she is worthy and capable of helping somebody and that this experience of her experiencing these limitations and stuff that would hold anybody else back is just something that she can use in her content and use with her clients and she has actual real life experience with. We could go into the fact that of course there are fields in which like human experience isn't the only thing that you need, especially if you're doing stuff with regards to people's healing trauma work stuff like that it does really help to have education or certification right i never want to negate the fact that like usually if you feel like a fraud you're probably not you're like 99 percent probably not but if you are pretending to be something that you're not of course like we would have to look at that and see what's going on there but i come to this podcast knowing that everybody who's listening to it is a real true authentic person who doesn't want to cause any harm and that is behind a lot of why we're nervous and scared is because like we don't want to say something that could harm somebody we don't want to say something that could cause anybody pain but remember that your thoughts and your feelings are your own and same with the other people that receive your content and receive your information their thoughts and their feelings are their own and they have different experiences that lead them to have different reactions and responses to things so if you lead with the intent of i am doing this to help somebody not to harm somebody you really can't go wrong and it's okay that you don't feel qualified or that you feel like an imposter that's okay but it's what you do with it so let's say for example i struggled with imposter syndrome again still do let's say that i have imposter syndrome but i let that stop me from showing up or i didn't feel like i had anything of value to say or i thought that i just wasn't good enough and that was impacting the way that i was showing up that impacted the way i interacted with my clients i didn't let myself rest or relax so then i had no creativity and innovation it can really turn into a self-sabotaging cycle and just like the imposter syndrome cycle goes you have the thought which creates the feeling which feeds into the limiting beliefs you have about yourself which then creates the self-sabotage of the action and the aligned action is where we create the results So if you struggle with something that your business is focused around, if you are a mindset coach, or let's say you're a business coach and you're frustrated with your results and you're like, oh my God, this isn't like stuff isn't happening for me, as you should, you really need to take a step back and be like, what is my aim here with my content? Like, what is my aim with, what i'm doing and what i'm putting out there who am i hoping to inspire who am i hoping to target and impact and i also just like want you to know that you're not alone like if you are a business coach that feels like the stuff that she's putting out there, if it's not working for you, is it going to work for somebody else? And the thing is, is yes, it is going to work for somebody else. And also it's usually just your brain making up stories. If you are a business coach that constantly tells yourself, I'm not getting results, blah, blah, blah. Is that really true? Like you obviously became a business coach for a reason. So you became a mindset coach for a reason so really investigate your thoughts and your beliefs and the stories that you're telling yourself just brain dump them all out when you really feel like oh I just feel like an imposter I feel like I'm really struggling with this very thing are all of those things true or are you just kitchen sinking everything that could possibly be wrong with the way you're running your business or the way that you feel and then it's really impacting the way that you're showing up and the way that you're able to discern between what's real and what's not because when we feel really strong emotion associated to our thoughts, if we have the thought of i'm an imposter and then we have the feelings of like sadness or anxiety or negativity or whatever we attach to that because we're having the emotion and we think that it's true because we're having a negative reaction to it because we're having a strong emotion to it. And then that categorizes itself into our body. So whenever we feel an emotion, it's categorizing those thoughts into our body, making us believe that it is true. And instead, I want you to look at your thoughts as just thoughts, they are just thoughts that you're having that you have maybe believed to be true in the past or maybe you've misinterpreted an experience that has led you to believe that you aren't good enough and that you don't know what you're talking about but at the end of the day a lot of the time your brain is just making up stories so you don't take the action so you do self-sabotage because it's trying to keep you safe and it doesn't want you to risk anything it doesn't want you to stick your neck out it doesn't want you to grow and change it wants you to stay safe That's its number one function is to keep you safe and keep you whole and keep you healthy. And a lot of the time that produces negative results because you're not actually growing or changing or doing the things that you really want to do. So remember that you can use your human experience as leverage, but even if you don't want to use it as leverage, even if you don't like how that sounds, just know that we're all just out here doing things feeling like imposters and doing it scared anyways. And there is a reason as to why you're in this niche. There's a reason as to why you chose what you chose. You had a desire for it, something pushed you towards it. When I became a coach, I was just drawn to it and I didn't know why it was like it was just happening and I was just watching it happen. And then I was drawn to imposter syndrome and now I'm here and if I would have questioned it every step of the way and been like this isn't for me and blah 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 I always had that like inner knowing that inner push being like this is it even though you do feel like an imposter this is how you are going to help people you have a unique perspective you can help people and I'm sure this episode is helping you right now but if I believe that because I had direct experience with imposter syndrome like also 70 percent of people do if I believed that that meant I wasn't qualified to speak on it or I shouldn't speak on it who am I to speak on it then I wouldn't be here talking to you making you feel better you know what I mean so that's what I got to say about that use your experience know that it's valid know that it's valuable know that you wouldn't be led to something if it wasn't something that you were meant to be doing and trust yourself and if you are wanting more of this work. The Worthy Woman Method waitlist is at the link in my show notes. This is a lifetime access group coaching container where we create inner freedom, time freedom, and money freedom through your online business. So you can create consistent income that will help you create all of those amazing things. And we do the deep work, we do the inner work, we do the belief work, and we grow your business to whatever the fuck you want it to be. And Chester would like me to finish this episode now. So I love you guys and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill, so I can share it on my page. See you next time.